We'll have a worship service, and then we'll have a meal. And by the way, we're going to be starting having meals again on the last Sunday of the month, of this month. Adana and Maria will be bringing a meal, sharing a meal with us. We always enjoy that so much. And then the next week, we'll have a worship service. That's the March 6th. And then um, have a meal. And then at 1 o'clock, we're going to be showing a movie. And um, we'll show a trailer for that movie here now in a minute. I haven't seen it either, so I'm going to come and look. the same things every girl wants. And then a little bit more. I want you to meet Simone. Oh. Is every bit as ambitious as you. <laughs> Who's this? She is my niece, Sabina Oster. My mother is nagging me to get married. She's even picked out a girl. That sounds very nice for you. What do you think? I think my mother should ask me that question. Your mother's gonna kill me. Hey, Brian! The SS can be looking for you today. I'm not hiding. And you should. Uh, since he's been a vampire? We can get you to the border if we leave now. You know this is ridiculous. I'm collecting all the verses in the Bible that tell us not to be afraid. I think I might need to leave alone with them. If we stay, I'll follow the others into prison. It will be the end of our life together. Whosoever will save his life shall lose it. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. We believe this or we don't. I think we have to stay. We have a job to do. You can come up too, Joyce. <clears throat> It showed November 8 to 10 on there, and I think it was in theaters back then, but I don't believe it was here in Bemidji. It was in certain select theaters, and they're doing a private screening in churches on the 6th, churches that will open their doors to it. And um, so that's what we're looking to do. It's not, you know, it's, yeah, so it's, it's, Sabina, it's Sabina, tortured for Christ, the Nazi years. Discover the amazing true story of Sabina Wormbrand, a complex woman who discovers a love that fulfills, a love that endures, and a love that forgives. Set in the crucible of war-torn World War II Romania, 
The true story of Richard and Sabina Wormbrand is a topsy-turvy adventure through romance, faith, and sacrifice. Sabina is the prequel to the 2018 award-winning feature film, Tortured for Christ. So that's what is coming there. But, you know, speaking of a story of love, um, Valentine's, it was, I think that's probably one reason why I remember the first date that I had a message. I'm not sure I would remember it otherwise. Uh, I believe I did continue to have the messages after that first Sunday. But I wasn't ordained until March 28 of that year, 1982. But it was on this day, the 14th, Valentine's Day, that that uh, was the first time I did not know then that it would be that I would even be pastor here, but uh, here we are 40 years later, and uh, that song, Goodness of God, sure rang, <laughs> well, all of them did, but uh, the thing is, it's, it's, it's the people, you know, you and the people through the years uh, your love that we have experienced and I guess the other part of it is that I want to share is my, you know, my valentine in the natural choice uh, I know that I would not have done it, been able to do it without choice we really did, did this together the pastoring, we've done it together, and I'm so thankful for Joyce on this Valentine's weekend. I certainly am. So I'm thinking um, right now when you'll be going to get our surprise cake and ice cream afterwards. <laughs> You'll go up that ramp area to the kitchen serving area, but there's an uh, old pulpit there, the original pulpit from uh, uh, the beginnings of Ten Strike Community Church so many years ago. And about in that area, it's not the exact area because a, a bathroom has been put in there, but that's where that pulpit would be. Um, 40 years ago. That's where the sanctuary was, the church pews and um, uh, Steve's family, always a part, always a part of um, just being a special part along with many of you going back that far. Yes. So, to be honest with you, there's times when I'm flushing the toilet, I'm remembering that. <laughs> That's the beginnings. <laughs> that same area. 
Yeah, John and Kathy Kudley was the first wedding. I just saw some pictures of that. You remember that, John? I'm sure. And Sarah, our oldest daughter, Sarah, was their flower girl. It was precious. We got some old pictures of that, but not today. And now we're praying for your grandchild to be born here anytime, yes. along with the Modri's grandpas and grandmas there too. But thinking of Abby, Doug is with us this morning. The due date I think was maybe yesterday and we know the perfect timing for that little one will be here and the perfect day. And, but it, it does go back to love. I mean, it's the love of God is where all love, all true love really comes from and stems from. It's uh, it's so true. But I was, I had a couple boxes of, I'm not sure why I started looking just now, but I was looking through some of the boxes that I, of my stuff, I've got about two boxes about this, this big that I've, it's just my stuff from way back and it was stuck back in a closet upstairs, way in the back for many years, and then we found it. Was I always last? knew it was there. I just brought it down. I said, I want my closet for other things. Yeah. It's my only storage space in our home. So it went, those boxes went into his study. They're in my study. They're in his study for and quite a while now. A year ago in December, I found letters that my mom had wrote me, had written me uh, when I was in college and when I was in Michigan and read, read those and, and then I actually gave them to mom, or was that two years ago? It was two years already, wasn't it? I, I gave them to mom to read them too, so she got to read them before she got sick, and that was kind of neat. I mean, there were a lot of letters there. By the way, you know, thinking of those who've gone home to heaven, Gerald Durstein went home yesterday. Some of you know Gerald Durstein, and he made that transition yesterday. Joyce and I were under the covering ourselves, not the church wasn't, but we were under the covering of Gospel Crusade for many years, which Gerald was the founder of that, and he's been in this church many times, uh, sharing and speaking, and so anyway, we think of the family, Phil and his family, his son, and the rest of the children, and that time of transition, he was 93 years old. But uh, anyway, along with that, actually this I just came across a couple weeks ago. I didn't realize, I didn't remember they existed. Do you remember writing these? Not really. Oh, by the way, Tim asked me last week if I remembered the campfire and then how I had gone and prayed with him to receive Christ. And at that moment, I didn't. But as I thought about it a little more, it started coming back to me. 
And I, I, I did remember that. I do remember that now. But that was 50-some years ago, you know. So, but this is from 50-some years ago. No, it isn't. Not quite. This was... This is... 75. March 21, 1975. And on March 11, I had asked Joyce to marry me, but she says I didn't really ask her to marry me. We had kind of a roundabout way of going about that. <laughs> but anyway... It worked anyway. <laughs> But um, this was like 10 days later then, while I had gone home for Easter, back to South Dakota. and From Grand Rapids, From Grand Michigan. Rapids, Michigan. And uh, she had sent these to me, I guess, in the mail, probably. Yeah, you must have. And I kept them. But I thought, this is a good time to read them on Valentine's weekend. Maybe I <laughs> well, well I, asked, I asked her permission if I could read well, it. I don't remember. He did it on the way to church this morning. I'm not, I haven't even read them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trusting you. <laughs> okay, so this was the first day I was gone. Um, hi, hi, Steve, exclamation point. Maybe you should read it. Well, I'll read it. Do you want to read it? Well, then I could... You could edit it? Yeah. <laughs> well, here, here you go. Okay, this one says, Hi, Steve, right now I'm missing you, but I know you're where the Lord wants you. Just want to say goodnight, and I love you, Steve. Love Joyce. That one's fine. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is, a, is the this next is each, day. Each day I was gone. This one I wrote a scripture for him, Matthew six. My son, I know you. I understand you. I know your needs. Trust me. I am taking good care of you, and I will continue to supply your every need. Trust me, my son. Trust me. And then I wrote, Have a beautiful week this week. I'll continue to pray for you and your family. I love you. The next day is smiley face. I really love you, Steve. <laughs> I don't think you can probably see that there, but she's got a big smiley face on that one. I really, really is really big. <laughs> yeah. This is March 25. Psalm 138.8, the Lord will perfect that which concerns you and me. I love you, Steve. Miss you lots. The next one says, praise the Lord, hallelujah. I just know the Lord is enjoying this special time with you and your family, just like you are. And one more. Steve, I'll be waiting at the airport for you tomorrow night at 8.30. Smiley face, can't wait. 
love joints. Those are fine. No. <laughs> I actually left one of them out. Oh! There were the two of them right there. Okay. I figured that was a little bit. <laughs> but you know that's that's the thing and it's the love of God in a relationship in a husband wife really it's the love of God you know there's romantic love and there was some of that coming through in some of those I believe as I saw them but, but you know the thing is through like the song that Kent had us sing like, through some of the fires and the tribulations and the things we go through in life. And there have been those. Um, that, uh, that's where the love of God is that strand that isn't broken if, if we're both looking to God. And you can see back then, Joyce was bringing me scriptures. She was speaking the word. She was praying the word over me. And we did that with each other. Well, now this is 40, this will be, we're 46, it'll be 47 years this year that we're married. But I'm still getting, getting them from her. And actually there was one this morning. I forgot it at home, I should have brought that one maybe too, but it was about today, you know being a special day, but uh, here's one that she, sometimes in my bathroom there'll be one on a Sunday morning. This is from a few weeks ago. I read your message, excellent, exclamation point. God has anointed you to declare it today. I'll be praying for you from the front seat. I love you, smiley face. That was a song, wasn't it? Smiley face, I love you. Oh, that was funny face. Oh. You got it. You're not funny face. You're okay. smiley face. <laughs> Here's another one. This was one that Joyce had given me for the year ahead in 2020. Double blessing from our Father God. Deuteronomy 28.6 Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. And then Psalm 121, you know, is like a psalm that talks about that. And then Psalm, Proverbs 14.30, the Living Bible, a relaxed attitude lengthens my life. You know, those words that are brought like that, and there's different ways we do it. Some people write them. Some people write them. Some may say them or maybe text them these days or whatever, but they're meaningful, so meaningful. This was 12, 12, 21. That's the day that I was sharing about but Joyce and I seeing transitions coming. And this was in my bathroom as I was getting ready. I saw it. Proverbs 10.9, He who walks with integrity walks securely. Hebrew, with boldness, confidence, assurance, hope, trust, safety, 
security. And that was needed that day because it was, I wanted to share with the congregation where we were at and such, but it wasn't necessarily an easy thing. And the Lord helped me, and that helped me. Um, here's one for 2022 from Joyce for Steve. The spirit of Steve is the lamp of the Lord searching all the inner depths of Steve's heart. The Passion Translation, the Spirit of God breathed into Steve is like a living lamp, a shining light searching into Steve's innermost chamber of his being. That was um, Proverbs 2027. 20, yeah, and that's, you, if some of you, I'm sure, remember that from some of the messages we had at the beginning of the year. And this was in Joyce's heart strong, and it was in mine too, and so we shared it with you. <clears throat> um, personal Promise Bible, Psalm 18:28. The Lord keeps the fire burning within me and turns all my darkness to light. In other words, confusion. You know, darkness can be not knowing where you're going to go, not seeing exactly where it is, or if you're in a situation or a circumstance, it's not good, you know, it's not being able to see where to go while the Lord enlightens it. And that's true for all of us in our lives. As husbands and wives, but as individuals, whoever we are, that when we're in places like that, the Lord brings the light, the revelation. God, all at once, you turned on the floodlight for me. You are the revelation light in my darkness. In your brightness, I can see the path ahead. And that's exactly the kind of words that we need to be sharing with one another, when, especially when we can't see ahead very far. What is coming? You know, what's going? We have a world today that is very chaotic and very disorderly, very lawless, and lots of things going on. Uh, it looks like the world could be, uh, there could be war right on our horizon. Um, but we can always look to the Lord, and He's going to help us, but as husbands and wives, but also believers, as friends. Kent was mentioning this morning that we're close. Yes, we are, and we share things like this too. I mean, we share with one another. Uh, and that's, that's what we do. But there's a, a scripture here. Well, it wasn't a scripture. It was something that I came across. Some of you know who Jerry Savall is. Um, and it was a word of the Lord. I was just listening to it yesterday for 2022 that, that he had received. And it was this, in the midst, this is boiled down, in the midst of more and more chaos and disorder, and he got this back in October, in the midst of more and more chaos and disorder, 
I, God, will open my hand and freely give to those who refuse to be shaken by it. And you see, we will not be shaken if we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. But it's the open hand of God that is there for us. And that's how God's hand is for us in the midst of chaos and disorder. You know, we see it in the world. On the world scale, maybe you have it as an individual on that level or a family or in business or workplace, school, things going on. Seems like turmoil. Seems like you would be shaken. But you see, in the Lord... There may be shaking going on, but we're founded upon the rock of ages. That's who he is. It says that in Isaiah 26, verse 4 or 5. He's the rock of ages for us. And see, when we, we look to him, his blessing, his favor, his protection, his provision, his direction, revelation, illumination, Grace, healing, and shalom will be ours in spirit, soul, body, relationships, and finances. And this is a note that Joyce... That's interesting. It has mom's name on the top of this one. Mm -hmm. It must have been one from mom, a note from Joyce H. Pomp, but it was from Joyce to me. Psalm 16, 5 and 6, and then I read that, but then she says, regarding our transition, Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, my portion, I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. And then on the bottom, I love you, Steve. And, and there's more in the back. And she has another scripture, Psalm 25, 4 and 5. Lord, you are directing us throughout our journey so we can experience your plans for our lives. You're revealing the life paths that are pleasing to you. In verse 5, you are escorting us along the way, taking us by the hand and teaching us. This is true for Joyce and I. It's true for everyone here. And we know many are watching online too. In this cold morning, Thank you all for coming out on this frigid day. 36 below we had on our thermometer this morning. Very frigid. But that's what the Lord is doing, and he's, he's doing that for us as a congregation too. You know, we were mentioning, we since transition, you know, here we are at 40 years here, and we just have that sense that there's transition. But that's the word. You know, at first, when I first, actually, Joyce and I were. Water. water. Here's water. You want your own? 
I think it was, we, Joyce and I were sitting on the, there's a patio by Terry Redlands. Anybody ever been to Terry Redlands? Um, place where they have, you know, the paintings? Nobody has been there? Oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> but anyway, we were, it was, I think, the last day of our sabbatical last summer, and we were both walking, and we went different ways, and we ended up coming to that patio right at the same time, and we sat down at a, at a place there, and we had the sense that by that time next year, there would be a real change. And the first thought was, well, retirement. But then it wasn't long after that that the word retirement was shifted to transition. See, our hearts are what, whatever in timing, you know, with us in leadership here, whatever is best for this congregation, but also the younger people. That's what we need to have coming forward. And you know what? I've been seeing it. We've been seeing it. The young people stepping forward into places. And um, the, the word transition is the, is the word that has become stronger now rather than retirement. And as far as transitioning from being senior pastor, the Lord knows the timing on it. And what I see it now is like a, a rose opening up and it doesn't happen just like that necessarily. But I think we will know, you will know, the congregation will know when it's the time. We're not gonna push that, but we're gonna just allow the Lord to do it, the timing of it. But I, I'm talking like this because you love me and I love you, and so I feel free to just share it with you like this, about it. And so we're gonna to continue to pray and just believe that the Lord is, we know he's gonna work it out. That's the word he gave us, he's gonna work it out. We don't have to figure it out, but he's gonna work it out. And uh, so we're thankful for that. But it's every believer a minister, and that was gonna be my sermon today, but we'll do that another time. It was the first, not the first message, but uh, one of the first messages. In fact, Joyce, is there a, a spiral binder there underneath? Uh, it's a ring binder. Yeah, yeah. This, I came across this when I was going through my stuff. This has been around a while. Covers off of it. This was my first message on every believer a minister. And that was February 23, 1986. But we'll be sharing more about that because that's been a real core of our, our church family. It's that every believer is a minister. And as we go forward, we're gonna be seeing that more and more, I believe. The very first message I gave here on February 14, and I forgot this, but my mom told me about it. 
because I had forgotten what message I had on the first day. But mom says, your first message on the first day was from Zechariah 4.6. And I don't know if you've been following me there, but it's the second or third scripture there, or it's not, first scripture, I guess, on here. Zechariah 4, 6, and 7. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that was it. It's not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And that's how we're all ministers. It's not by our own power and might and ability, but it's by his ability. And then it goes on, it says, and this is speaking to Zerubbabel, and he was to build the, the, the temple, and there were a lot of obstacles in the way. And it goes on, Who are you, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. It's not by might or power that you're going to come through the situation you're in, the mountains that are there before you now. But they'll become like a plane as you speak grace, grace to it. What's that? That's God's power. That's his unmerited favor, his unmerited blessing. Right from God. And um, Lord, do you have more this morning before I close here? I'm just so thankful for this church family. And, uh, you know, it's been a very unusual couple of years that we have had here. Maybe some of the most unusual that I remember in 40 years with the pandemic and so forth and other things, so many things seem to be going on. It's, you get the sense that the Lord's return is, is coming soon and another word that Jerry Savell had here in the teaching that he gave that I was listening to yesterday was that God was going to what's the word not expedite but when time is like it's shortened I mean it's speeded up but what's the word for that accelerate accelerate maybe that's it that the time was, would be accelerated. And I sense that. You know, there may be really hard times coming in the earth, but we can lift up our heads and rejoice for our redemption is drawing nigh. But also, a lot of Christians that have been backslid are going to get the slack jerked out of the rope. And a lot of people that are not believers are going to get awakened. And that is going to be expedited, I believe, in these days. But a thing to remember, please remember this. Trust in the Lord 
A lot of the notes Joyce wrote me, trust in the Lord, no matter where you're going through, trust in the Lord. You know, through these 40 years, there's been a lot of, oh, so many good things. There's also been some hard things. You know, and, and I've made mistakes. Made mistakes. Uh, and that makes it even harder than when you make mistakes. But thank God he brings you through it with his grace. As you keep looking to him, and he brings restoration, he brings wholeness. But um, through it all, the Lord has been showing us that he is going to bring a great harvest of souls before he comes again. And we keep seeing that, and we believe that. I believe it's coming forth. I, st I do. You know, he showed me that. The first November I was pastor, so that was 82 November, Saturday. A great harvest. Prepare for a great harvest. We've seen a lot of harvest, but there's a great harvest coming forth still. All over the earth. I see our missionaries to the Mideast have come back. There's things happening there in that place. And we'll have to hear about that sometime here, not too long. You know, and we've... Hallelujah. Anything else with that, Lord? It seemed like there was something there. I was going and I didn't get it all. Is it okay if we're just really laid back? I like, I'm, I think people say I'm laid back, but this seems really laid back this morning. <laughs> but when you are loved and you love the others, then you can be that way, right? I mean, that's the way we should be in the body of Christ. Um, I found also a letter from... Holland, Michigan, to me at Northwestern College, room 127, that was Colin Brander Hall when I was a freshman, September 30, 1969, from my Aunt Retta, my dad's sister, and talking about speaking grace, grace to the mountain, and this is in your life again. Uh, she sent me a card. I think it was for my birthday. Yeah, it was for my birthday from Aunt Retta. And I thought, wow, that really goes with that thing of speaking grace, grace to the mountain. And so I believe I'm going to close with this today. And this is a poem by Helen Steiner Rice. May you climb till your dream comes true. Often your task, tasks will be many, and more than you think you can do. Often the road will be rugged, and the hills insurmountable too. But always remember, the hills ahead, 
They aren't as steep as they seem. And with faith in your heart, start upward and climb till you reach your dream. For nothing in life that is worthy is ever too hard to achieve. If you have the courage to try it and you have the faith to believe, for faith is a force that is greater than knowledge or power or skill. And many defeats turn to triumph if you trust in God's wisdom and will. For faith is a mover of mountains. There's nothing that God cannot do. So start out today with faith in your heart and climb till your dream comes true. So I pray that for everybody here. Thank you, Lord. Each person that's here in this place, but those watching online, Lord, I pray they may look to you in faith even through the hard times, when things seem like they're just all caving in and all crumbling, that they won't quit, that they will endure to the end. In faith in you, looking unto you, Jesus, looking unto you, Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. For the, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, and Lord, whatever things in this life that we need to endure, we have joy in the midst of them, and we count them joy because we look unto you. We look unto you, Jesus, and we thank you that you do make our dreams. The dreams that you have birthed in us, you make them come true. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. He is good. You can, you know, when we're finished here, you can come up for prayer if you need prayer. And I believe John is coming up here. I, all I got is this one, but there's a mic there, I think. Joyce, do you have a mic? Oh, here it is. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for yes. hearing, Steve. 
We have a cake and ice cream. Well, celebrate. <laughs> um, so please stay for that. And um, there's a card someplace buddy can sign, write a little note on. Um, where is it at, Dan? Is it still? Okay, it's on the counter by the kitchen. So if you haven't signed it yet, do that. Um, Kent didn't let me share. You asked Chris and I, but you didn't let me say anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was all right, because I would go, what? <laughs> but I did think of a funny story, but I'll put that later. Um, two things that I think represent Steve and Joyce's service here. One is faithfulness. I've been privileged to be under specifically two pastors that demonstrated faithfulness. Don Mabel Emery and Stephen Joyce. And um, the other thing I think that is a keynote of their ministry is worship, the importance of worship. And that's always been, I think, pleasing to the Lord. And um, that's been a part. But this, I wanted to read the scripture that we put on the cake because it'll all be cut up and you won't see it. <laughs> um, took it from First Thessalonians 3.2. And we wrote it this way. And God sent Steve and Joyce, God's servants, in spreading the good news of Christ to strengthen, establish, and to exhort and comfort and courage us in our faith. And I believe that you have done that well, and we want to thank you. Dismissed? Yeah. yeah. Go eat cake. Dismissed. Bless you all and keep you peace. Go in peace. And if you need prayer, do come up here for prayer.